Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everybody, welcome to the Weekly Dish here on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are so delighted to have you here on this, I guess, a little soggy Saturday. The first soggy the Saturday. The beginning of soggy. In a long time, I guess. Sog away. Sog away. Sog on. Um, I'm not mad at the rain. I just want to put that out there as no. my first weather report of the hour, <laughs> two hours, is that I'm not mad and I love a little, love a little bit of uh, the fall feel but that comes with it. Because I'm, again, I'm not going to say I was over the heat but i am yeah it's feeling a little long on the tooth yeah i know in february we'll feel very differently but for now we're good i think it's okay Plus to be it's like, like this then, has been great let's you want on. to throw on your chunky boots and you want to put on your big sweaters and all i need the rest. to get into sweater season because yeah you know you're not there yet well sweater season it's funny we always talk about this i know summer season is my fat season right i'm like the opposite of everyone else because that's when I'm like doing so much entertaining and right. drinking and cabining and boating and beer and all the stuff. When I get into winter, I'm much more disciplined and I cook my own food. So, so there it is. It feels so you're just not different. drinking your dinner is what you're saying. No, but I have eaten out a lot this week. Have just, you? Yeah, well, I just told kick you eating it. season. I know you're kind of like also catching up because yes. you've been on the road or you've been traveling and you've been out of town. So now you're back in town. I saw you went to Porzana. I did. Tell me about that. Oh, um, I liked it. I had some feels about it. Um, there were some things that I thought You'd already were... been to Porzana, though, I think, before this. No, or... I had not. This was your first one this yes. last week? Okay. In general, I am excited about an Argentinian steakhouse. There okay. were four Argentinian-specific steak cuts. Yes. There were also, and I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say 23 other steak choices... I don't know. And so there was a whole menu just devoted to steak and not steak and treatments of steak, just literally the cuts. Yeah. I thought that was really overwhelming. And the waiter was trying to describe everything. And at some point, like you're into meat or like you're kind of into meat. I just felt like we were two of the people I was with weren't even going to order meat. So it was like a 12-minute explanation about 28 steaks, of which I thought that was a lot. Hmm. Um, I thought that some of the food was fantastic. I thought the vibe of the place was excellent. The drinks were great. 
the patio was awesome. I guess I feel like they're still getting their legs under them, and sure. I would like to go back another time. Okay. Um, um, but I had some amazing things. I would say that also from the fact of the what I did like kind of in the same uh, lane that you're talking about is that the steaks are are not, it's a separate menu in terms of like, you can go there and not even like talk about steaks. Yep. You can go there and it's not, you don't have to like indulge in the steaks because I had a couple of friends who are vegetarians who are like, we actually went and we thought we were just going to be like having a drink and they ended up ordering, you know, some of the salads and the carrots and all the other stuff. And the felt, sides I thought were yeah, excellent, but they're not even just sides. They're more like their own composition. And that's what she was saying that it was more of a, like, it didn't feel like an afterthought for that. And I thought that was a, they were appreciative of that. I thought those were the shining stars. Yeah, those the plates. carrots are like an, an amazing thing. Yes. Also, did you the, get those? Yeah, we did. And there was a pesto dish that was really great. The crudo. Yeah. The, the sweetbreads. Mm, I love the crudo. All of those like uh, plates that those were all great. Good. It was actually kind of the steak and which kind one did of you get? Do you know which one you got? Felt, we got a ribeye. Yeah. Um, did you try the Argentinian cut or any of the other ones? The specialty cuts? Yes, we did. We got the Argentinian ribeye oh, situation. Okay. If that was. After all that explanation, I was like, well, we want to try some Argentinian meat, so yeah. pick your favorite. Yeah. And then we uh, had the spicy chimichurri. Cool. Which was real spicy um, and more like a red crisp chili oil, mm. which was delicious. Yeah. Just not maybe not like chimichurri in my brain. In your brain. Um, very delicious um, cocktails, pretty room. One of the things, I don't know how you do this. We had a, our table. This was just kind of a weird uh, our table was right by the end of a like row. And so when people were filling in as the night went on, kind of more for the bar scene, we had like 30 people standing right over us. And that's kind of awkward. Yeah. There isn't like a good place to like house those people or sure. for them to stand. Sure. But that's not really necessarily their fault. That's right. just a design element. Right. Um, or- again, really looking forward to go back and try some different things. But I would say... It was definitely something to go and check out. And, you know, I hate to not be positive because it's so early on. Yeah. They're going to have some yeah. things that they're going to well, have to work through. And I think that there's something to say about places that are, uh, you know, gonna, so well traveled right away. Like, I think that, you know, they got hit with a lot of popularity. Absolutely. And, and they're going to get slammed and it's like other places that may have time to kind of figure some stuff out there's this kind of pretty public yes so yes which is fine for sure um i went to millie's wine bar which is a cute little place over on washington avenue and uh where on washington like what's it's it near a, next to maxwell's got it yeah so it's um like almost by bobby and steve's you know what yeah. i mean is that like the old grumpies kind of ish it's like that, like yeah. that blockish. You know what I mean? I can't remember what it was, but it was, um, but literally across, like you can walk over to Maxwell's right there. Um, it was, and so I'd heard it's a super highly designed space, like very pretty, very Instagram worthy. The people behind it are actually, I think, designers. And so it was, uh, it was, it's very much like it's a lot of fun. I think you would love the idea behind. Have you heard about what their wine list does? Uh. Uh-uh. 
So they have these challenges, you guys, where they say on the wine list, uh, they have these different named challenges that you basically like one's called fight Kiwi fight. And it's like they say, we're going to put down two glasses in front of you of Sauvignon Blancs. One is kind of a cheaper brand and one is this idea. Uh, One is a uh, super high end, like super expensive New Zealand uh, Sauvignon Blanc, you know, and we want you to see if you can figure out which one is which. And if you do, then you get like a person, like a get, you get like, you get like a little taste of a dessert wine or something like that. This is a fantastic. They idea. did it with Prosecco, and so they had this three, and I think it's called a propane, as in Prosecco champagne. Mm-hmm. So there's two Proseccos, a high end and a low end Prosecco, and then an extremely great champagne. And so then there's like a really high end champagne. So you have three glasses of like clear bubbles. You have no idea which is which. And then you have to taste through and kind of check yourself. Fantastic. And they come back and they're like, did you get it? Did you get it? What'd you think? And then they talk you through it. I'm going to go there just to do that. I know. I love that idea. Yeah. It's super fun. And they had, um, and they're just, they're called like a, it's, they're calling it a wine bar bistro. Um, but they're, they have like boards and things like that. And I, the reason I was bringing that up too, is that I'd heard that they were kind of like not great and they've kind of already begun better from what they were in the very beginning. So, yeah. And that just takes some time, right? Oh yeah. I did have a completely opposite experience that I'll tell you about, um, when we come back in the second hour at, uh, King Coil Spirits. Oh, I, I really appreciate that place. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're actually going to chat with some friends at Kowalski's about some stuff that they've got going on. We've got some dribs and drabs, and then we are uh, talking about uh, a show that is happening later, or that is happening at the Children's Theater that we had uh, different experiences with. But we're excited about that. We have a good show today. Yeah, for sure. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. It's a fabulous fall day, and Gary's kids have made spectacular jumps into the pile of leaves. Mm-hmm. Now next up is Gary himself. This dad looks confident. Sure does. He's running and, oh, no, he's pulled something. Oh, he is airborne, and he's headed straight for the... Ooh, wow. If only Gary had joined the Y and prepared his muscles and mind with a free fall fitness assessment. Yeah, that would have been a good choice. Get ready for fall. Yes, that's right. At ymcanorth.org. Good morning and welcome back to the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Steph March. And we are here with our two of our favorite people at our favorite grocery store, <laughs> my favorite grocery store. We're here with Marianne Kowalski and Chris Kowalski Christensen. Hi, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> uh, happy 40th anniversary. Woo-hoo! Yeah, woohoo! No, we're excited about that. Thank you for having us on. Oh, absolutely. So much. You guys, 40 is not a small thing. That is a big number to put up for a business. I mean, seriously. Yes, it is. And this is Mary Kowalski. And it's crazy to me. I can't even imagine that this is where we would be 40 years from that first store on Grand Avenue. Oh, my God. It's amazing. So Beautiful. the original, I picked up the 40th anniversary magazine while I was in the store this week. And the original Kowalski's, I do feel like we want to mention your husband, Jim, because I've oh. met him a number of times. And he was such a doll, Marianne. I know. Very, very yeah. true. Absolutely. Great guy. Lots of charisma. Really personable. Great guy. And it's Stephanie, hard to believe. For... I was just going to yeah. say, it's hard to believe 10 years has, have passed since his passing. And yeah. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to to talk about him and 
as you know, it's been hard for us, you know, to sort of call him out, but this is so um, meaningful to us this year. And we really have a lot of, of plaques and we have a lot of mentions. And I mean, we clearly want to call him out on his legacy that he left for all of us. And of course, my mom was right there with him, but he was very smart and creative. And like she said, charismatic and caring, and he led with his heart and we all miss him, but we hope he's proud of us and he's going to be there in spirit celebrating with us on Saturday. Yeah. So next Saturday, you guys are having a big celebration at all 11 stores. Um, When you think about the legacy of your stores, for me, as someone who was in, I think, every single store you had last fall (laughs) signing books. Right. Yeah. The the thing that I came away from that with was how many of your employees have been there for so long? They love you guys. Yes, I think there were a few of them were highlighted in the magazine that you're that you're referring to. And uh, I can't tell you how many and I can't tell you how many past employees, their family members, their kids, their grandkids. They come back after they've retired to bag groceries. It's it's an amazing uh, an amazing story for us and it's yeah it's amazing. Well, and I love having it be yeah. woven through the community. You know, I mean, I remember as I feel like I remember shopping at a Red Owl, you know, yes. when I was a kid. Yeah. And I, even though you didn't. I know. Yeah. Why is that? I just have this like feeling that I was there and I, that those big red eyes staring down at you. But nonetheless, you guys have really the thing that I that I most appreciate about you guys is that you've been this this community stalwart. But you're the commitment to also being local and not just growing for the sake of growing and then bringing in all these crazy things, but being local and committing to local. How is that such? I mean, like, was that from the beginning or did that just did that evolve as you guys evolved? Yes, it's it's really from the beginning. It's so many people that approached us with just a small product. We only had Grand Avenue. Um, in those days, you didn't have to have all the restrictions that we have today, which are good. We have them. But, yeah, so I, I can't even remember the first person to tell you the truth. But the mass marketer that we really helped the most was Salad Girl. Yeah. And, there's so many beyond that that I, you know, it's too hard to mention, but we're local. We grew up in the Grand Avenue area. Um, it's our neighborhood. And that's how we felt about every store we went to, you know, to naming the aisles after street names, which is no longer there, but it was at the beginning to mm-hmm. just say, we are going to be, we're going to be a part of this community in every way possible. I do and that's love just who we were. I do love that Pam Powell has told me the story about her walking into your store and having some dressing in a bottle. And she said the packaging was terrible. And they told me exactly what I needed to do in order to get that product on their shelves. And I've heard that same story from a number of other Minnesota makers along the way. You guys have championed a lot of local brands. Yeah, we really have. We, We feel like it's our responsibility now and our obligation to to bolster our own community that we live in and, and do business in. And, you know, we like we sit around, we have strategy meetings, but five people cannot come up with all the ideas in the world. And so luckily we look outside of our four walls to our community and we get so many great products, so many great service ideas. It, it's amazing. And that's been since day one. My mom and dad had consumers on their front porch 
when we first bought the stores, and I, I walk in as a 16-year-old and think, well, who are all these people? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are our customers, and we're going to ask them what they want. In oh. our so it was just brilliant from the get-go. But, yeah. Oh, I love brilliant. it. We appreciate all our local partners, for sure. They're so talented. So when we talk about next weekend, what's what kind of events are happening yeah, next what do you guys Saturday? Doing? Well, Friday night. Is, yeah, so that's right. Friday night at Grand, since that obviously is our first store that kicked everything off. Um, we're going to have the Rock in Hollywood because... <laughs> Uh, because that was a big, we used to have fun, right, Mom? We would yeah. have them come over and play some music and yeah. just get the community get together, like she said, from the beginning. So with a nod to them and our humble beginnings, we're having them and a food truck. That's Friday That's from Friday 4 to night. 7. 4 to 7. 5 to 7. Five to seven. Seven. Yep. And then Saturday, we just have, obviously, a lot of our, our demos that we like to do, some throwback demos, some of our favorite products, our family-oriented, from the beginning, recipe products and um, lots of deals and lots of fun stuff for the kids, and it's just going to be a celebration. We're just really celebrating everyone else is kind of how we look yeah, at it. It's yeah. not about her and I or my dad. It's about <laughs> everyone that made this, you know, got us to where we are today, all of the talented people that we have in our company. When and we you, wouldn't be here without the customers. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. We just yeah. wouldn't be here. So. Also, as a customer, I just, again – when people make choices with their dollars, right? When they grocery shop or they buy things, it is when you shop at a local store, about 30% of your money stays in your local community. And that is really important work because when you think about how important a grocery store is in an area, we have some parts of town that are kind of food deserts. And just what community a grocery store is. It's where we get our sustenance, where we get our food, where we see our neighbors, right? It is where we can support local companies. The grocery store for me has always been like my happy place. And it is a, a real community <laughs> hub. Yes, it, it really is. And it started that way on Grand Avenue. And I feel that way every store I go into of ours because I know some of the customers now. I certainly know most of the employees and, you know, I can stop people and, and, and talk with them, and that's what I love to do. And um, it, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a feeling. That was the whole point of grocery shopping cannot, isn't fun necessarily. And, and at the time, we said, let's get rid of fluorescent lights. Let's right. make this home. And so it, it, the, the transformation was um, what we really wanted to feel when we went in our grocery store and it appealed to so many people and let's make it fun and mm -hmm. let's make it, you know, an atmosphere you feel com so comfortable in. Like you spend more time. Yeah. And so, so you guys are, and I love the fact because this is a, this is a competitive grocery market. I mean, you know, we have great retailers and we have, you know, people doing things. What are you guys doing, you know, going forward? You see what Minnesota and the Twin Cities looks like. And what is your plan as far as as keeping going from 40 plus to kind of keep going as a company? Well, just doing what we do best and not veering off course from that. So staying small, stay, staying family oriented, looking at ourselves as the neighborhood grocer, but then continuing to bring high quality, local oriented, you know, fun. I mean, just all of the all of the things that got us to where we are today, we are just going to keep focusing on and having a lot of fun, like I said. Okay. And, and, yep. 
Sounds like yeah. a good plan. And, <laughs> yeah, I think so. And we are opening Edina, you know, at Southdale, probably in April of next year, oh, end of April. That's going to be a good one. <laughs> yeah, growth is important. Yeah, um, to, I'm excited about that. You know, to, yes, it, it's important to keep <clears throat> to keep a, a ha- in the industry and ahead of the industry, and it's important to um, tell our story and have, you know, be in areas that um, like that. Yeah. So I think I think the growth is is really important for retention of employees and and most of our opportunities. Yeah, and most of our employees that we have at, in any managerial are long term employees, and they we we do that from within. Well, it's Marianne Kowalski and Chris Kowalski Christensen from the original Grand Avenue Red Owl to the Eleven Kowalskis Markets locations today. Happy 40th well anniversary, ladies. ladies! Happy anniversary. Thank you. Don't forget to pick up your Red Owl t-shirt, which will be for sale. Absolutely. Oh, I'm going to do it. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Every time I feel myself Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are here to talk about all things food and fabulous. Um I have to just say, like I we were just saying between the break as I kinda I want them to put I'm just gonna hope that they're still listening. If you guys can put a Kowalski's right in St. Louis Park for me, that'd be great. Woo-woo. Like right at, in the area that I only takes me five minutes to get to. That'd be great. Uh thirty one is the number of rotisserie chickens sold per hour at Kowalski's. <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Per hour. 31 rotisserie chickens per hour. A uh, number of stores with a made-to-order pasta bar, six. Six out of 11? Yeah. I didn't even know they had that. Oh, yeah. That one in, in, in Excelsior, they opened a little store in Excelsior when I was still out in Orno, and I used to pop over there every once in a while because they had the best, like, hot bars, like, to yeah, go. Like, grab it. it and go. I often go to the Uptown one if I, you know, not often, but I mean, like, that's the one that's closest yeah. to me, I think. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's get one in Edina. I'm excited. Woo, woo. Um, hey, I wanted to talk a little bit about, I have a couple just different things. It's not so much trips and drafts. Come I, on. I don't know if I'm allowed to trips and drafts because it does say by Stephanie <laughs> Hansen. I was like, why did we? Why? Stephanie Hansen's dribs and drabs. <laughs> I mean, it's all kind of little dribs and drabs. Dribs and drabs. You can steal it. It's your show, too. Is it my show, too? Yes. Just checking. Okay. Um, well, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Brother Justice whiskey situation. Let's. Because that is I drank happening. it last night. Did Yours, you have it? I did. I mean, it's just like, it's pretty good, right? Yes. So, you guys, if you saw my Instagram and you saw some of the, they put out kind of a little bit of a push on it. Or if you came to smoke out last weekend, I definitely passed some of you a bottle. <laughs> I met a guy last night that was at Smoke Out that was telling me how great it was. Oh, and I just completely lit, was walking around with a bottle of this whiskey and pouring samples for people. Well, there you go. So, and it was pretty great. It's So, what happened is, what what happened was, we uh, <laughs> went to... What is that from? It's from a SNL skit. Okay. Yeah. And, um, but it was interesting because... So the blend, so whiskey, you know, for me, there's like single malt whiskey, which means that it's made from, you know, a, a single malt, but it doesn't, a lot of people think that means that it comes from like one barrel or, you know, like that it's that, that's it. Like it's just in a barrel and then that's where it goes into the bottles. That's not usually the way it works. Um, usually you have a single malt, which then informs the way it was pulled from the, from the still, but then it goes into different barrels as it ages. And as things age in barrels, Natural wood and oak from, you know, American oak 
every things change. You know, from the toasting of the barrel may have been different per barrel. The humidity of uh, the day may be different of what day it got barreled. It can change via where it's sitting in the warehouse as it's aging. There's a lot of factors that make different flavors you know, come out in different. So really to me, and the thing that I've loved the most is that the best whiskeys, and this is a very Japanese, you know, perspective is that they don't really think of master distillers. They think of master blenders. And those are the people who like can sample the barrels, find moments, find clarity of flavor and nuance, and then pull them together and sort of weave it. And I just think that that's always been so fascinating to me. And so when Brother Justice said, hey, we're going to kind of, you know, do something like that. And they, because they do their whiskey in smaller barrels, you know, so that it kind of ages faster, um, they have, it's kind of, it's interesting um, to think about, how the effect is happening and it's easier to pull samples from right so and where is this distillery located so it's up in it's 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 in north minneapolis but it's north loop north i guess it's it's minneapolis proper but it's across from columbia golf course is the way you want to think and about next it. to lucky shots yes. pickleball club where oh is that where that yeah doing this? all the my talkers will be pickling okay so this is amazing and they're basically you know it's just a beautiful space if you haven't been in there it is it is just the design of it is so clean and beautiful and warm it is definitely a whiskey place to go sit and have a sip um but so i so uh uh, James Jefferson, who is their main distiller, director of uh, beverage, he um, production, he basically he and I sat in this little room across from a table from each other and he would just continually pull from these barrels and then we'd make notes about what did that taste like? What if we added this to this? What if we pulled this? What are we looking for? More heat? Are you looking for a little bit of sweetness but not sweet? Are you looking for what kind of characters that would make it this? And then we'd pull it together and we'd kind of sip. It was really an interesting afternoon. And there was, I remember there being a point where like there was something, I was like, this isn't really it. There's just something missing from this. And then all of a sudden he was like, what if we inverted this, like the amount of this with the amount of this, this barrel, like 175 with 320 and it came alive. It was like a whole different experience. And so what we did was we kind of, we pulled it all together. We just, we passed it around. We thought if everyone would like it and then they bottled it, (laughs) they pulled it all together and they bottled it. And so that's what it is called Smart Select. And it's up in, um, it's at the distillery right now. You can buy it. And it's, I didn't really realize that they were going to run this huge, they were going to make a huge run of it. But it's pretty cool that uh, it, that to, you have a whiskey named after you. That you have a whiskey you. named yeah, after that's you. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but that I, not just named after me, but that I got to like pull from what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like that was kind of interesting. If you guys, haven't been listening to me for years talking about whiskey, but this is like the one that I'm like, wow, this says every time I open it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I love this one. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but so it's for sale up at the distillery. And of course, the important part for me to know is that I'm this isn't like a money project for me. This isn't it is about donating. Um, we're donating funds to the Memorial Blood Centers in the name of my mom. And so that's kind of one of those uh, things that, you know, if you can do this and we can make a good thing happen and support the people then let's do that. And I'm also going to drop a couple bottles into different island auctions around town so that you can bid on it if you can't get it. But it's still there now. But there was only like 200 bottles. So okay. it's going fast. It's kind of I like it. I know. So uh, I want- Can we talk about cookbook swap just for a second? Oh, yeah. 
So we have about a third of the tickets that are available sold for Cookbook Swap. Okay. So it's going to be a raucous time. I think last year we had like 120 people come. We can take up to 150. Right. It's a huge party. Mm -hmm. Uh, What we do is you bring cookbooks that you want to swap. Right. You're just sick of them or you don't cook out of them or you just want to clean out your kitchen, whatever it is. Yeah. For every cookbook you bring, you get a ticket. You can then swap them for... We're not doing tickets anymore, remember? Oh, (laughs) <laughs> yes, we're doing an honor system, which basically which, worked last year. I mean, because we always have leftover. No one ever leaves without getting something that they, you know, appreciate. And some people just don't want to take any home, and some people want to take five home if they can. Yeah. They sort of wait and hang back, and then we're like, oh, all these are leftover. Have at it. Yeah. And any cookbooks that are there end up being brought to the St. Paul College, who then trades them out, and they have. They're amassing one of the largest cookbook collections in the country. Yeah. I love that we're kind of helping them. Absolutely. I think that there's something to say about that. That is you guys bringing your stuff that from your family and things that you're like, I don't know. I never cooked out of this. And then someone else or like, this was my mom's. And it's like, I don't know. She never, we never, I don't even know what this is. And then someone is like, oh my God, I've been looking for this copy yes. for so long. Um, it's a $15 ticket and all the money goes to Second Harvest Heartland. We don't keep any of it at yep. all. Nope. And then uh, Malcolm Yards is the where, place where it is right and they're so generous to donate their space and their time and their talents and their staff and we you do get, some silent auction yeah stuff. you get we have a silent auction you get a cocktail there is a little snacks but also Malcolm Yards has just such a huge snack hall you can find a million things to eat there yep uh we ate there the other day and I just couldn't decide so I had like nine things there's also <laughs> some interesting things coming there oh I know I'm not supposed can to talk you about say? it no I can't sorry Oh, I just found teaser. out without knowing that I found out like someone accidentally told me. So I promise I wouldn't say. Oh, but okay. Let me just say there's some really great stuff. We're going to be very excited about what's coming there. Yeah. But I do want to frame up like when you come, what you're going to do is you show up at Cookbook Swap. You're going to drop your books. You're going to give them to us and we're going to sort them and put them on the tables. Then you're going to walk around for an hour. We needed an hour to sort yep. and to stack so that it makes a little bit of sense when you're walking through. So it's not total chaos. Um, and then you're going to, you know, what we're, you know, like you're going to walk around, you're going to get a little snack, you're going to get a drink, you're going to hang out, chat out with other weekly dishers. And then we kind of do this thing where we kind of like open the doors and let everybody yeah. in. And we do have a raffle off for like first dibs and let, we let someone go in for 30 seconds. <laughs> I love it. And grab all the things. So that's a lot all of right. fun. So those are there. Um, Hey, I wanted to quickly talk about the new Apple. Did you hear about the new Apple that's coming? I did. The kudos. From the University of Minnesota. I want to say it so badly like this. Oh, kudos. Kudos to you. <laughs> it's so Minnesota. The name of that apple. It's coming. It's the cross between Honeycrisp and Zestar. And they call it, uh, they say that it's going to have like a tropical crunch to it, which is so funny. But I'm just, I just love our apple programs. Yeah, I do too. I We are going to put up, uh, I was thinking about apple recipes because I'm working on some new ones. Yeah. And uh, we're going to put up a recipe for salted caramel apple bars. This I made last year. Yeah. But when I saw it on my page, I was like, oh, oh. I forgot how good those were. Those were, I remember those. Real delicious. Yeah. So and the, it is Apple Fest, by the way, out at the Arboretum this weekend. In fact, today. So if you want to go out and learn about this new kudos, if you want to go and geek out about science, you know, do you know that when you go to the Apple House, they have like research apples there you can taste apples that have not been released to the public that they're still working on. I think that's kind of cool. Yes. Nerd out all on it. Speaking of apples, I had the best time at Sweetland Orchard. Did you really? Yes. Our friend Gretchen, we did some filming out there. Over 5,000 apple trees, over like 100 varieties. Yeah, it's insane. And what they do, I thought was really cool. They have apple flights 
Uh, they have apple cider flights. They have apple ice wine. You can order your flight online and then you go to the orchard. You just pick it up and then you can spend time in the orchard at the picnic tables with the pigs, with the chickens. Yeah. It's just really it's relaxing. It It is relaxing. Like it's not a pick and like play. It's more like adult. It's yeah. more like for food people. Yeah, it is. It's not. Yeah. Don't go thinking that you're going to have corn mazes yeah, and no. trebuchets and, you know, those kind of things. It's just to apples really experience shots. apples in their natural setting and talk to smart apple people and yeah. have ciders and hard ciders and iced wines that are just really beautiful. Yeah, and Gretchen is an apple savant. She really is. She knows more about apples than anybody I've ever met. And Absolutely. she knows about varieties and breeding and types. And, and she'll even tell you a lot of it is because she just tries. Like yeah. She tries and grows things and then they don't work. Last year, I think it was last year, I did an apple and cheese walk through the... Uh, through the uh, orchard with Friends 44 guys, that was one of my most favorite. Like, I learned so much from that, from both the cheese and the apple guys. So great. Yeah, it was a great day. Okay. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You guys are going to come back. It will be the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So if you want to give us a call, 651-641-1071. We are happy to take your calls and uh, expense dispense any advice we can. Dispense it. <laughs> dispense it. <laughs> not decant it. No, dispense not decant it. it. <laughs> we'll be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever get that feeling where you know you need to get something off your chest? Holding stuff in really becomes a stressor. Things you want to mention to your boss, your partner, your parents. Bottling it up only makes things worse and start to make our life go sideways. But what can we do about it? Therapy is a great safe space to get things off our chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just putting those bottled up words out into the universe can be a big help, especially when it's in a safe space with your therapist. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You start by filling out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Weekly Dish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Weekly Dish. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. We're in the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, you guys. So if you want to give us a call, 651-641-1071. I have to tell you... That I am uh, not so much on the Twitters or the X, as it were, as much as I used to be. So I know that you guys send questions that way, and I will try to log in again, but I just, it bums me out. Anyway, we have Brian on the line. Hey, Brian, what's going on today? Hey, I'm good. And something you always say brings up something that I've seen on television. There's a show called Modern Marvels. Okay. They have different subjects, including whiskey. And they said the, uh, the amount that is evaporated in the barrel yeah. is called the angel's share. It is. How much is that? Uh, I don't know about what the percentage is. I couldn't tell you what it is, but there's well, something about I when you walk you in. Is. According to the show, it's 2.3%. Is it 2.3%? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. 
Well, because it does seep out through the things. If you've ever walked into a barrel house, yep. you know, a hoop house, it's just like the amount of the smell is or a rack house, not a hoop house. But it's like it's the smell is so beautiful. They And they used to find that when they would open the barrels up, there'd be less. Yep. And of course, they used to think that it was the angels taking their tipple, <laughs> which I think is amazing. Well, all right. I love it. Thanks, Brian. Yep. Bye. Uh, we also have Vanessa on the line. Vanessa, you have a question about eggs? I do. I am just wondering, where can I go to find the most beautiful orange yolk eggs? Oh. You know, um, where do you live? Uh, I live in New Brighton. Why did I have to think about that? Because <laughs> sometimes Cause you're do. on the radio. <laughs> um, your farmer's market is, I would say, yeah. your, one of your good stops. <laughs> and I know on Sundays, the Golden Valley Farmer's Market has an egg person. Also, the Golden Fig in St. Paul usually has fresh eggs there, too. Okay. Um, what are you making that you want these beautiful eggs? Oh, poached. I'll poach them. I'll, I mean, I'll do just about anything with them. I just, it, it seems like a unicorn to me to try to find them. Yeah, so, they can be. And I would also say if you go to localharvest.org, which is, you know, uh, it's it's the way that it's like a great directory of local uh, farmers. Um, and the, in the Minneapolis, whatever. And they have all these places where they're like, they talk about these local farms, like who sell to some of them sell directly to you. TC farm is one of the ones that I want to think about on out in Montrose. These guys, you know, they have like a CSA kind of thing, but they also can kind of talk about like if they're selling, if they're selling at markets and all that stuff, it's a great, it's a great idea to look at through them. Awesome. Well, thank you for the advice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Someone wanted to know where the red owl T-shirts are going to be at Kowalski's. When you walk in the door of any Kowalski's, they've got like a gift shop. Yeah. And I would imagine the shirts are there. Uh, Kowalski's on Grand Avenue. Th- their first store was a red owl. Yeah. You know what? My friend too, um, Kai Aaron's, who is from Minnesota but lives in LA now. He did a red owl that's colorful that's in my office that oh. people ask me when they see it in a video. They ask me about it all the time. I'm going to put a link up link up for him because you can order do- that print. Yes, oh, you, you can. sure can. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of lovely. So I'm going to find that one, too. Um, hey, I wanted to shout out to uh, to my son, Matt, who is in. Hi, Matt. He's in North Dakota, so I don't think he's listening unless he's listening on the podcast later. But so he's in. He's he's ge- he's a geologist, so he's on a um, he's on a work thing, and he's up in like forty five minutes from Canada, North Dakota, like in the middle of nowhere. Right, his hotel is like an hour from the job site. Like that's wow. what is happening up there. So he's the best thing that is happening right now is he's up there for two weeks, and then he's coming home and he's going back up. But he's sending me. The places where he's trying to Google places to eat. Like he's trying to find like these little small like towns on the highway and then trying to find a place to go eat. So he's sending me these screenshots that are slaying me in the middle of the night. He's like, should I go to eat at so Joyce's Cafe? The comments that come up, it got a 4.3. I don't know if this town is called Liggett or whatever, but Joyce's Cafe, this is the commenter. Good food, no bread for the butter, but it was okay. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Subway gets a 4.1. Food is food. Hey, it's Subway. It is what it is. That's what the Google reviews are. There's so much weirdness (laughs) about all that. And I just think there's one last one that he was like going to go try out this China Express. 3.7 is what I rate the food. But honestly, it's the best place in town. So dot, dot, dot. (laughs)
Oh, it's hard to find food on the road. Oh, but I mean, the comments are just killing me. So, you know, it's like this one. 3.7 is what I rate the food, you know. But honestly, it's the best place in town. So, so, so that's what we're going to do. Oh, my God. It's kind of a riot. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit since we have some a few minutes here about some of the uh, other apple orchards I was thinking about. Sure. That are in ta- that are places to go. I'm working on apple recipes and I'm trying to like think of savory and sweet. Okay. Like I've got a, a cake probably. Do you know what a French apple cake is? Yeah. I think I might make one of those. Oh, that's a great idea for you. Yeah. I think that's a that's kind of nice. Yeah, because I got to come up with some recipes for next week. I was like, that'll be delicious. Um, it is kind of time to go and hit the orchards, man. Yes. I mean, this is it. Uh, like I said, Apple Fest is happening out at the Arboretum. If you want to go there, they do have. Besides it being like you know very cool scientifically, they have a lot of great things, and they have those North Star cider donuts there. Oh, so good. Um, Loose Line Orchards, our friend Terry Train. She yes, usually calls hi, in. I feel like if we mention her again, Terry she Train, might. Terry Train. She might just call in, but we love having her uh, on the show. We actually should have her on the show at She's some point. Hysterical. But I'm telling you, I was calling. I had I talked about them on Fox Nine yesterday, and I was say that they're like the Vegas of orchards. Because they have so much going on, you guys, besides apple picking. They've got, like, hay mountains, and they've got a corn tent. They have archery. You can just shoot some bows and archery, arrows. No, yeah. no big deal. They have zip lines. They have a 30-acre corn, ma- corn maze. Like, it is crazy insane out there, and it's a party. But they also have this pub. They have this doghouse pub on the grounds. And live music all the time. Okay, like that every weekend. Fun just to go hang out yeah, and listen to live music. Yeah, no, it's not so far from you now. you got to just head out on Highway 12. Do that. Um, but I thought that was, I also wanted to shout out, and I know that we're going to do more stuff at the end, but I wanted to shout out um, Charlie T's. Oh, did it happen? No, it's today. Because today's the, no, it happened yesterday. Never mind. <laughs> Dang it. Don't you hate that? Yes, all the time. Oh, well. When that happens. Okay. But anyway, more orchards. I, I did want to shout out also that, you know, that uh, Minnesota Harvest did switch hands. It is no longer. Uh, it's no longer sponsors. I was just going to say yeah, sponsors, I was trying to come up but with I was like, oh. It's now called Ferguson's Minnesota Harvest. Okay. So they switched hands, although they're, they're a local apple grower. They actually own a couple in Wisconsin, too. Sure. Um, and so they still have kept up all the good stuff with the U-Pick. You know, they have pre-picked. They, have, they do have a cider bar there, too. They have hard cider. Um, they've got farm animals, corn maize, all that kind of good stuff. And the bonus about them they are across the road, basically, from the Minnesota's largest candy store. Oh, yeah. Which is a good Which time is to really go. Fun. You yeah. should go now because it's going to get, you know, and, and that, you know, is run by Jim's Apple Orchard, Apple Farm. And they're, I've said it again, I've said it a million times, but that is my favorite apple pie of all time. You should go. You should do a, you should do a thing there. I should. I should. That's For an actual thing you should do. candy store, maybe I'll get there this spring. Yeah. Well, they open, yeah. I mean, they're kind of like... They're, seasonal, they're right? Summer through Thanksgiving. Yeah. So they're open now every day, but they will close by Thanksgiving. So get your stuff in order. All right, you guys, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to give you a cool second hour of good stuff. So stay tuned. This is the weekly dish on My Talk 1071.